Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A third woman comes forward with claims that Governor Cuomo touched her inappropriately. Calls for his resignation are mounting. I'm Marla Diamond. His alleged behavior has political analysts like CBS's Leonard Steinhardt saying, If more women come forth in the days ahead, it may be game over. The Cuomo controversy causes a conundrum for Chris. Obviously, I'm aware of what's going on with my brother. And obviously, I cannot cover it because he is my brother. One year into COVID, health officials say now is the wrong time for states to relax health measures. And yet, Connecticut considers easing COVID restrictions. In terms of capacity for our stores and our restaurants and our retail. I'm Sean Adams. The head of Johnson & Johnson says all businesses will change. Joe Connolly will have that. Marijuana for migraines? Think twice. Bounce back win for Brooklyn. And the Nets in complete control now at overtime. This is Brad Heller. We'll check our milestones, our news radio archives for this date, Tuesday, March the 2nd. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. Luckily, the winter coat is still handy. You will need that and a hat and gloves. It's back into January-like weather today. Let's see. Breezy Point is a good place to check. 23 degrees. And the wind will be gusting strong again all day today. You probably heard it howling all night, overnight. Well, this morning, there's more pressure on the governor of New York as a third claim of unwanted advances comes forward. And as calls for Andrew Cuomo's resignation cross the political aisle... Here with the Overnight Developments, WCBS reporter Marla Diamond. Marla, good morning. Bring us up to date. Good morning, Wayne. Cuomo's third accuser, 33-year-old Anna Roosh, told her story to the New York Times saying she met Andrew Cuomo at a wedding reception in September of 2019 where he put his hand on her lower back and then on her face asking if he could kiss her. She said she was confused, shocked, and embarrassed, and turned her head away. A photo of the encounter has been made public. Roosh, who worked on the 2020 Biden campaign, is not a state employee. The governor was silent yesterday as the fallout mounted with Democratic Congresswoman and former Nassau County District Attorney Kathleen Rice calling on Cuomo to resign. Marla, are we expecting to hear from the governor? Does he have any availabilities or anything? 
He doesn't, uh, and he did not have his usual press conference yesterday. He's not spoken publicly in about a week. He released a statement over the weekend suggesting that his behavior had been misconstrued, which drew anger from one of his accusers, Charlotte Bennett, who said, these are not the actions of someone who simply feels misunderstood. They are the actions of an individual who wields his power to avoid justice. Marla, thank you. At least one of the governor's accusers has lawyered up. Steve Burns says that Charlotte Bennett, the second Cuomo aide to come forward, has hired a big name. Bennett has hired well-known D.C. attorney Deborah Katz. Katz represented Christine Blasey Ford, the woman who accused Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh of assaulting her. Multiple reports say Cuomo's hiring attorney Elkin Abramowitz to represent him on the federal nursing home investigation. Abramowitz's past clients include Woody Allen and Harvey Weinstein. This take from CBS News political analyst Leonard Steinhorn. Cuomo has always been known as a tough boss, and his history of lashing out at anyone who disagrees with him is well known. But sexual harassment goes far beyond this and takes his reputation for intimidating people to a completely new level. Leonard Steinhorn says for Andrew Cuomo, anything short of an exoneration would doom his political future. It is the Morning News Roundup on Tuesday, and the CDC says quite plainly now is not the time for states to open up. Connecticut is considering opening up some more. Sean Adams, good morning. What are you hearing about that? Well, no decision yet. Uh, Relaxation of COVID restrictions in Connecticut is being reviewed. You can expect Governor Ned Lamont to make an announcement in two days. Cautious reopening in terms of capacity for our stores and our restaurants and our retail and personal services. Um, You'll hear a little bit more about that on Thursday. Connecticut might eliminate the travel advisory. Massachusetts just allowed full indoor capacity at restaurants. Connecticut might do the same thing or increase to 75%. The governor's trying to balance public health and the resuscitation of the economy. Guiding his decision, COVID metrics. Hospitalizations are down. The positivity rate is at about 2.5%. Close to 20% of the population has uh, one dose of the vaccine so far. So to the governor, these are positive signs that it's time to reopen. Yeah, Connecticut has had good numbers, Sean, but what are the medical experts saying? The CDC flat-out warns states not to reopen too fast too soon. Health experts say COVID numbers are trending down because of our caution. They fear further spread, especially with more contagious variants on the rise. Sean, thank you. We'll be checking uh, the stock futures again this morning. It's been all over the map these last couple of days. Joe Connolly is here now with one of the money stories. And Joe, the head of Johnson & Johnson, says it's time for all businesses to change. Yep, he thinks they will. Now that Johnson & Johnson's vaccines are going out the door, Chief Executive Alex Gorski told David Weston of Bloomberg some of the ways he thinks all businesses will change as a result of the last year. I mean, one thing that this pandemic has demonstrated that if we don't have strong, resilient public health systems in place, we don't have national security, economic security, or frankly, security as a society. And so making that investment, focusing more on maybe even some redundancy versus just maniacally on efficiency is going to be critical for us, whether it's storing PPE creating vaccine capacity, or the way that we even think about handling surges in hospital is, some, is a very important lesson, I believe, for our industry. 
The second one for me, David, is just technology. And whether it's the technology of the science, the way we were able to collect data, quickly take the genomic information, apply it to a platform, have three vaccines in a period of months versus what ordinarily would require years. I think it represents just a significant increase in the way we use data. Johnson & Johnson Chief Executive Alex Gorski also says some of what the pharmaceutical industry as a whole has learned about new ways of developing vaccines might even lead to advances in treating cancer and Alzheimer's. Wayne? Joe, thank you. I can't believe I'm saying this, but it's getting even more complicated and confusing to order at Starbucks. And we'll hear about that next. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, live on 880 and on demand at WCBS880.com slash roundup or wherever you get your podcasts. Now in the morning news roundup, the weather day ahead. Craig Allen is here with the Exergen forecast, and you could hear the wind howling all night long, Craig. I know. It felt like the house was coming off its foundation every once in a while. Some pretty big gusts out there, gusting up about 50 miles per hour. And of course, with the temperature falling so sharply, it put the wind chill down in the single digits. And uh, I don't see very many negative numbers within our immediate listening area, but there is a minus 10 at Albany and a minus 6 right now. Up in Hartford, Connecticut, otherwise, we have uh, wind chills between 0 and 10 region-wide. And the wind advisory stays in effect for frequent gusts of 40 to 50 right through the day. Mainly sunny, though, high 31 to 36. Clear and very cold tonight, the wind dying down. Lows in the mid-20s, teens in the suburbs. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, and it's much milder. It uh, rebounds nicely to about 50 and then cools down again into the mid-40s on Thursday. Right now, 22 in the city, humidity 35%. Northwest wind makes it feel like 8. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Well, it's springtime at Starbucks with a new menu that will keep the baristas on their toes and the consumers squinting their eyes at the menu board. To usher in a non-dairy milk alternative, Starbucks is introducing a new beverage called the Ice Brown Sugar Oat Milk Shaken Espresso. It's blonde espresso, brown sugar, cinnamon, and oat milk. Oat milk, non-dairy milk, is now a thing at Starbucks. Maybe you saw Oatly's Super Bowl ad. It's like milk, but made for humans. Correspondent Naomi Rookham now reports on why using cannabis for migraines may not be a good idea. Using cannabis to treat migraines may do more harm than good, according to a new study from the American Academy of Neurology. Researchers found that marijuana may actually be associated with rebound headaches, which happen when patients overuse pain medication. These researchers found that people using cannabis were six times more likely to have medication overuse headache than those who did not use cannabis. Which brings us to Seth Rogen. And from what we're hearing, he launched his new weed venture called Houseplant. And after launching immediately, his site crashed. Sports time now on the Morning News Roundup. Nets win a regular season game in San Antonio. First time in 19 years, Brad Heller, but they tried really hard to give this one away. They did, Wayne. Good morning. San Antonio scored the final 10 points of regulation, so the Nets blowing a 10-point lead, final two minutes of the fourth quarter. DeJounte Murray of the Spurs hit the tying shot at the buzzer, but the Nets figured it out in overtime. They scored the first eight points, the final score 124-113. Here's Kyrie Irving. 
sometimes nights like this take overtime. And I think it's been, what, 19, 20 years since we got a win here. So another history or another <laughs> historical record out the window for our team, which I'm grateful to be a part of. Um, you know, so it's a great team, team accolade uh, coming to San Antonio and just getting a win. At 2002, to be exact, snapping a 17-game regular season losing streak in San Antonio. Kyrie scored 27 points. James Harden, 30 points in a triple-double, which included 15 assists and no turnovers. Wayne Harden's going to face his former team, the Rockets, Nets, and Rockets tomorrow in Houston. And wow, what a smashing debut for a spring for Gary Sanchez. Literally a home run over the batter's eye in straightaway center in Tampa. Yankees beat the Tigers 5-4. to four. Sanchez also walked. He caught Garrett Cole for the first time since last August. Remember, it was Cole and Kyle Higashioka in the pitcher-catcher battery. Cole won inning yesterday in his spring debut. He gave up a run, three hits, and a walk. Francisco Lindor made his unofficial Mets debut. He was 0-2 for and a loss to the Marlins in Jupiter. The Devils welcome fans back tonight. 10% capacity in Newark when they take on the Islanders. Brad, thank you. Our three things to know straight ahead. It's a Tuesday morning news roundup, 2nd of March. Morning, I'm Wayne Cabot, and here are three things to know. One, Chris Cuomo on CNN. Obviously, I'm aware of what's going on with my brother. Obviously, I can't cover it because he's my brother. Of course, CNN has to cover it. They have covered it extensively, and they will continue to do so. Two, the FDA is granting emergency use authorization for the IT at home. Rapid COVID-19 test that does not require a lab analysis. The test is called Quidel Quickview. Quidel Quickview. Third thing, the Prudential Center in Newark will host its first home game with fans back in the stands tonight when the New York Islanders visit Newark. And yes, just down the street, Hobby's Jewish Deli is open now with vegan options. <laughs> Well played, Mike and Mark. Now from our news archives, 88 seconds in sound for this date, March 2nd. 2017. I want to say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. The feds capture MS-13 gang members who killed three Long Island high school students with a machete and baseball bat. This day is a celebration, but also a sad day because Kayla's not here. 2016 Back to Earth for West Orange native Scott Kelly after almost a year aboard the International Space Station. I think it does change you when you spend all this time uh, removed and, and detached from Earth and you follow what's going on on Earth and, you know, mostly what the news reports is, is not good stuff. We can do better. Got this great planet down there. Let's take care of it and let's do a better job. The American people are sick and tired of hearing about your damn emails. Thank you. Me too. Me too. 2015, something still talked about. The New York Times reports Hillary Clinton used a personal email server in Chappaqua while Secretary of State. 2006, Somerville, Charles Cullen, the nurse who killed at least 29 people, was sentenced to life and gave a jailhouse interview to 60 Minutes, Steve Croft. Are you sorry what you did? Yes. But I don't know if I would have stopped. 1982. Long Island was a wonderful place to win and have championships. It was like we gave Long Island an identity. Brian Trottier scores the 60th hat trick in Islander history. You know what else we realized in the news a year ago today, and that was that the MTA didn't clean their trains very often because COVID was just starting to really spread and cause concern. The MTA announced that it would start cleaning commonly touched surfaces every 72 hours. Uh, And then since then, of course, they began the overnight shutdown to do 
more intense disinfecting. That's the Morning News Roundup for the 2nd of March. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, a daily download of the news you need to start your day on air, on radio.com, and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 